I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Hello, it is Stephanie. I am Ty, his child, all the while. And you are now listening in to Inside Beauty Inspires, where we motivate, encourage, and inspire through biblical principles. Listen, blessings and curses, life or death, your choice is yours. I want to know what you guys thought about that, Ty. I know that, that you were tested. I know you were tested. Real, real thing. Yes, it um, is. I don't think every single moment of our lives is a test in some way or other, or um, if not a test, um, preparation. Um, but it's it's been an amazing week. Um, even though, you know, you know, we, we always talk about being tried by the words um, that we speak. But what I am in love with is clarity. So I have said for the month of November, all things clear. And the clarity that I'm getting for God from God, he is just really showing me in this season who people really are. Um, counterfeit. Our God sent shout yes. out to one of the earlier shows we did. I mean, I'm just so excited. Um, you guys, I mean, this whole thing is like a vibe. And I hope that what you're getting from Inside Beauty Inspires is that Inside Beauty Inspires, it doesn't matter who you are, what your walk of life is, what your current state is, what your past was. Inside Beauty Inspires. And that's what we want to do. We want to show you Right here and now, God is real. He is still on the throne mm -hmm. and kingdom matters. So you do, you have to lose to win. You have to. And losing meaning not being at a loss. It's not a deficit. Mm -mm. It's all gain. Losing who I am to be replenished by who I am in him. And I'm in love with the journey. Um, I told you before, you know, I used to think that um, it was hard. So we've been in Deuteronomy. Um, that's what we're in um, right now. We're up to chapter 11. And it talks about Moses and the Israelites and the time that was spent in the wilderness. And I have spent so much of my adult life in and out of the wilderness. So I want to talk about that on today, what it's like being in the wilderness, what you're meant to get from that experience, and that God is never wavering. Man, God is still in control. You know, a couple things that you stated earlier, as far as clarity goes, clear, all things clear for November. I love it because he is giving us clarity. He is showing us that his word will not return void. Mm -hmm. um, in the wilderness, man, listen, you know, just learning about, you know, the people that he called, you know, Moses, for example, you know, Moses was selected and called, you know, for him to, you know, for a time such as this in that time to lead the children of Israel out of a place, you know, of torment, a place of uh, pain, you know, a place of slavery. These were his people. He told, you know, Pharaoh, let my people go. He was instructed to do these things, you know. And during that time, you know, we're, we're all in the wilderness, but you have to think, you know, is this where you're going to leave me at? Most people think that in the wilderness, that's where God is going to leave them. But honestly, it's a test. It's a test. He's strengthening your faith in the wilderness. He's trying to get you to know exactly who you are in the wilderness. So when you get into the word of God, it's important for you to understand that the life that we're living today, 
is similar to the life that they lived back then. If you read Ain't nothing it, changed but the day and the day. Hey, I tell it. my kids that all the time. I don't care what you've experienced, what you're coming against, what's coming against you. There is a word for that. It definitely is. And then, you know, when we talk about the wilderness, the wilderness can be anything to you. All kinds of wilderness. But for me, it's a place where I actually looked it up and it said, what is the wilderness? What is, what is the wilderness? And this is the definition. It said a place to escape, recharge, learn, teach, and to find yourself, find out who you really are. In the wilderness, these are the things that God teaches you. But you're not going to know that he is who he says he is without going through those trials and tribulations in that wilderness place. You have to lean and depend on God. And I think that clarity right there is a vibe within itself because it teaches us not to lean our own understanding. And it gives him more time to just show us exactly who he is. His word won't turn return void. And I'm just I'm loving it, if I can be honest with you, when it comes down to feeding yourself the word, you know, we're feeding ourselves, you know, feeding ourselves in the spiritual realm of the word. And that's what's nourishing our body. So we're able to actually speak these things out to you, ladies and gentlemen, and you guys actually get it from a real perspective. What um, I like about you saying about wilderness is that um, it is, um, I think for me, wilderness was a place of isolation. And um, what I want to say about wilderness is sometimes it's self-imposed. And sometimes it's God-imposed. And what do I mean by that? If you'll just allow me a few minutes to unpack it. Um, There have been times that I've found myself in the wilderness because I've shut myself off from people um, because of experiences that have happened in my life. And I'm trying to reconcile and understand why, because we do that. Even though he tells us to lean not on our own understanding that flesh is still alive, it is still real. We do try to use our flesh mind to understand the spiritual navigation. And so you can start to be jaded. You can start to be bitter about things and you can start to withdraw from the things that you previously knew because you lost faith or you lost belief because something didn't show up the way that you felt that it should or something didn't happen in the way that it should in the timing that you thought it should. And then wilderness, like you said, we can be set to wilderness because we are being tested. You know, sometimes we just get a little bit too big for our own britches. Sometimes we really get wise in our own eyes. And when we start to grow and when we start to ascend and we start to be comfortable, sometimes you can be so far removed from strife and trial and turmoil that you begin to forget about God. You begin to forget about spending time communing with him. You begin to forget about bringing him him in the midst and then you start hearkening unto the world and really starting to worship idols thinking that it's people that got you there or it's this skill that you learned that got you there or it's you know what you did today that got you there when it was really him so a lot of the times he can take us through the wilderness because he wants to teach us humility yes he wants to teach us patience and he wants to test your faith because to whom much is given, much is required. And and like I said, I think sometimes we do get comfortable. We get complacent. And, you know, you, you know, like we do what we have to do. So when you're in a hard place, when you're really experiencing things, what do you do? I mean, you are stuck to God. Mm-hmm. You are praying. You are in your word. You're calling your circle. You're asking for prayer. But is it the same when you're in a winning season? Man, listen, everything that you're just saying, I mean, it just is resounding and it it makes so much sense. You know, 
Um, what I'm realizing is about, you know, realizing about the wilderness is that a lot of times we focus on getting out of the wilderness mm-hmm. and it leads Instead us of to why, mess up. why we've been put there. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> it messes up the whole opportunity that God wants to take to show us exactly who we are and what we care. We focus on trying to, you know, I don't like it here. I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to get out. But God is teaching you in the wilderness. You know, a couple of things that I thought about while I was researching, you know, and while we've been reading in Deuteronomy is um, the people that Jesus, I'm sorry, the people that God used um, throughout the Bible in the wilderness, in these wilderness places, in these wilderness places. Um, I'm thinking about Jesus, how he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. He was tested in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. That's when he found out who, well, and it's not even when he found out who he was. I, I honestly believe that Satan knew exactly who Jesus Christ was. He just wanted to know whether he knew he, who he was himself, you know. And a lot of times when you don't know who you truly are, God will send someone to test you, to show you that you have more fighting for you than against you. You know, there's a scripture that says, greater is he that is in me than it is this world. These times and these tests and trials, they come to show that Satan is overcame. He was he has been overcome by the blood of the lamb. It's coming to show you that what's on the inside of you is more powerful than what's on the outside of you. So when you focus yourself into the word of God, when you start to eat the scroll, as Ezekiel would say, you know, you start to see things totally different. You start to realize that it's not a sprint. It is not a marathon. It's literally a walk and a choice. And when you choose him, you see things in a whole different light. But when we're in that wilderness place, sometimes we're ready to throw in the towel. So the the, the things That's that the you thing. said, yeah, the things that you said, are, they're real. They're raw emotions. And, and we can identify with that, but most people don't even really want to talk about it, Ty, because it's a, it's the thing called pride. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes during that prideful moment, God will hum, hum, will humble you in order for you to see things the way that he's trying to show you. That is so true. So um, a couple of things that I wanted to back up and talk about. What would Jesus do is a real thing. Yes. What would Jesus do? So in Deuteronomy, um, when we were in chapter eight, in my Bible, um, it starts out by saying, don't forget the Lord. And so I wrote that, um, you know, at the top when I started to dig into the scripture. And when I got through it, what it brought me back to is if he did it before, He will do it again. And here's the thing. We will find ourselves in places that we've been before. But for whatever reason, there is a veil. There is a partition that has stagnated your memory. And you forgot. We've been here before. Yeah. You forgot. Like when there was no way he made a way. And there is a difference. The only difference between then and now is you And your mindset, your thought process, we have to remember his commandments when we're in the wilderness. Like I said, there's nothing that we experience that we come against that is new. Everything under the sun is is cyclical. So everything that we experience and come against is a word in the Bible that we have that we can combat it with. And that's why it's so important that we hide it in our hearts. So when we are in times of darkness, we can hearken onto that word. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? That's Psalm 27 and 12. That is a weird, a real thing. Like if God is for me, 
who can be against me? And when you get I'm that, not worried about girl, it. Girl, let me tell you something. You hear me? When you get that thing right there in your spirit, who? You you coming up against me? Nah, player, you coming up against God. It's a faith you walk. It is a faith <laughs> walk. Real. We have to have faith in his ways, and we have to be willing to yield and surrender. Yes. And here's the thing. We want to... We want to do that halfway. Yeah, we can't. You know, you want to do, you know, like we want to be double minded. God, I trust you, but, but let me just make sure. So I'm going to. Yeah. But and you, and know, you know, you can't do that. You cannot. And see, ultimately, God is in control. He sees all. He knows all. But we start to try to tell God how to run I'm our life. I'm trying to tell and you. And he's looking at us like, <laughs> uh, excuse me, ma'am, sir. Uh, um, I made everything. I own everything. I know why you're going through what you're going through. Yes. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Um, you know, one of my scripture cards, you know, says, consider it all joy. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that it's the testing of your faith that produces perseverance. That's James one, two, three. Listen, when you see the word of God and you start to see it manifest in your life and you start to see the scriptures come alive because they do. When you get into your word, the word actually starts to read you about you, talks to you about you. It's personal. But when you allow God to come into your life and show you exactly who is he, who he is, he will give you all of the desires of the world. Anything that you want, your heart's desire, he's going to give it to you. It brings me back to Moses. Okay, so Moses is not you know, brought the children of Israel out of bondage, okay? But the minute that they got out of bondage, you know, they had to trust God. Trust Him. Food, water, the, the protection, everything was dependency upon their father. They wanted to go back into bondage. They wanted to go back into slavery. Is that not sometimes one of the worst attitudes for us to have? Oh, well, I'd rather just stay where I'm at because, no, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. We're not going to know everything. That's why it's important to trust God in everything you do, in every aspect. The children of Israel were fed manna. They were provided for during this whole time. And like you said, don't forget, it's important to take God serious and his word serious because it's not going to lie. It's, going, it's not going to return void, and he's not going to put you to shame for trusting in it. But when you know it and you get it into your heart, you're able to combat anything that comes up against you because like you just said, if God is for me, who could be against me? It's about levels. It really, really is about levels. So they came out of the wilderness and wanted to go back into bondage because, like you said, they were fed manna. It's kind of like the same, like when you're a neophyte Christian, like God will allow so many different provisions in the beginning because you're a baby, you know, and you have to be fed these things and you have to see these things so that your faith can have a foundation to be built upon. But as you grow, you are expected to evolve. It can't be just him giving all the time. Sometimes you have to go after. There are keys to the kingdom and the keys are his ways. And we have to be willing to trust in his ways. We get so caught up in the world and the way that the world does a thing or the way that a world provisions a journey. Like I talk about all the time, like, you know, as a woman, you're supposed to be married by the time you're 25 and, you know, you're supposed to have like 2.5 kids by the time you're 30, a dog, maybe a cat. A fence, own, the white fence. Um, yes, own a or home got- with a white picket fence and <laughs> all of that. Fence. But that is not what kingdom says. That is what man says. That's what the word says in in Deuteronomy, it talks about we cannot live 
by bread alone, but on the words from the mouth of God. We have got to remember that no matter what we're surrounded by, no matter what we're navigating, we are in, but not of this world. And there is law that supersedes anything that man is trying to show you mm-hmm. or anything that the enemy is trying to trick your mind into believing is so it's very important that you know for yourself what those laws are so that you can call them into action when you're facing trials and tribulations in your life because they're they're going to come there's no way around it um you know it was in the wilderness that God revealed himself to Hagar, Hagar had run to the desert after being mistreated and rejected, but there God appeared to her. She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. God is real. And he sees you in the wilderness. He sees what's going on with you, but he is testing you. He wants you to be strong and courageous and not be afraid or terrified of them because God is going to fight for you. He said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. That's Deuteronomy 31. So when you get into the word of God and you understand, because like you just said, Todd, there are levels to this thing. And what I've come to realize is that it's in the word. Everything mm-hmm. that you need, every aspect of your life, if you want to see something change, you got to do something you've never done before. Get into your word. I'm going to say it every time we record. Read your Bible because that's where you're going to know the word. You're going to know counterfeit versus God. And here's the truth of the matter. When God wants to bless you, he's going to send someone. And when the enemy wants to test you, he's going to send someone. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who sent who, well, how would you know who sent who? Because if we got to depend on the culture and the world to teach us, we're going to be lost, man. You better have the some wor- discernment listen, about you yourself better, around here. You better, you. you better. You better. Because if you don't, you'll fall into the trap. And you and, will. And, and guess what? The enemy has three-part agenda. Kill, Kill steal, steal, and destroy. destroy. It doesn't change, people. It does not change. So when you find yourself going through those things, understand, it's an attack, but he's teaching you. He's showing you that, listen, you got more fighting for you than against you. Don't get lost in the sauce. Don't look at what it looks like. A lot of times we see it for what it is, you know. And if we're very practical, which some people are, you know, we don't see it no other kind of way because that's what we see. Mm-hmm. But in the Word of God, it tells you, it tells you, you know, the righteousness is considered faith. Like when you're, when you're faithful. When you're believing, that's what he considers righteous. And people want to think that you got to cross this T and dot this I and you got to put a comma here. That ain't the way our daddy looks at things. He is like not with the whole culture thing. He's in a whole different culture of his own self. So it's almost like a matrix. You're getting out of the matrix when you come over into the word of God because you're seeing things. Your your eyes are wide open and you see past a lot of things that people, you know, surface level. You can see past it because God will give you insight, Mm -hmm. clarity discernment so that you can see past what you actually see. One thing that I want to talk about um, in regards to that is the mind, you know, so the enemy has a three-part agenda to kill, steal, and destroy. But I will tell you, um, it always starts with the mind because if you can control the mind of a thing, you can control the thing. And a lot of the times we're defeated in our mind because we don't know these things. We don't know these scriptures. And so we start looking at what it looks like physically and what it feels like instead of having that supernatural knowledge that this is a test. Yes. This is a test. It's a test of the emergency broadcast system. <laughs> right. And why do I say that? <laughs> I was because say it. it is a test to see what you're going to broadcast. So you're tested. Are you broadcasting fear? Are you broadcasting defeat? Or are you praising him in advance? Because you know that the word says to rejoice 
always. That's always. First Thessalonians 5 and 16. You got to know the word. You got to suit up every day with the full armor. That is a real thing because when the enemy sees you growing, he is not happy. No. And he is going to try to send every little demonic entity he can to come against you. But who knows that he cannot destroy you? Who knows that the only thing that he can do is distract you? Listen, That's the thing. That's a dist- shoe fly, don't bother me. Go away, go away. I know who's and who I am. You better tell him. It looks, it's almost like when you were saying that I heard the word like a um an assassin, a silent assassin. And when I heard silent assassin, it's almost like when you hide yourself in the word of God, okay, you already see the tricks of the enemy. So you know how he's coming. This not a t- it's a test of emergency. It really is a test. And God is trying to see, are you ready for the next level that he's about to bring you to? Because here's the bottom line. He got to trust you. I'm he's trying not going to put you on no platform. He's not going to put you on no platform and you're going to go off on everybody. And, you know, you got to get those things under control because God sees all he knows all and he knows what the people need. We have the spirit of God in us. That's another thing that I've come to realize too, Todd, just by being in my word. You have people that walk around here, surface level people. Oh, I love God. I'm this, I'm that. But mean as a rattlesnake, ready to bite your head off, ready, move, get out of the way. You know what I'm talking about? Well, that reminds me um, of something somebody said to me a few months ago. So um, there are two types of I love the Lord people. There are the ones that wear it on their T-shirt and they're the ones that wear it in their heart. Mm, that's it. And um, that's the thing. That is um, it. You know, somebody who's always talking about how much they love the Lord, that means nothing to me. I need to see it in action the way that you walk, the way that you treat people, your temperament, your demeanor lets me know that you love the Lord. Yes. And you know what? You don't even have to, like you said, you don't have to announce it because people will see it. And there's a light that shines from the inside out. The reason why Inside Beauty Inspires is the name is because it starts from the inside Mm -hmm. out. Your heart posture matters. I mean, it really, truly does. When people have God on their hearts, in their hearts, not on their hearts, but in their hearts, they lead differently. They love effortlessly. They don't have to be made to do this or that. It just comes natural because they have the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God wants to see everybody win. There's no competition. He knows exactly who we are. He knows exactly what walk we're going to take. He knows exactly where you're going to end up. He knows your destination. He doesn't need you. He, he just needs you to trust him and know that that's he got it. it. That's it. And that's, and that's all, all that he desires. Trust in relation. And so let's talk about, let's get back into Deuteronomy. So in um, chapter nine, you know, Moses is telling the Israelites that are about to cross in, cross the Jordan River. What resonated with me, Steph, about this chapter, because you already know, like the things that I about this is my friend, y'all. So in real life. I love so, her. <laughs> so I share things with her. Um, she really, really is a great support system. Mm-hmm. But he said here that, They're going to drive out nations that are stronger than them. They're going to come against people who have a reputation that causes fear. Like people said, who can stand up against the Anakites? Mm -hmm. Then it says, like a devouring fire, the Lord our God goes ahead before you to destroy them, to subdue them, to annihilate them. It is promised. And that's the thing that I want to harp on when you are in the wilderness, when you feel isolated, when there's darkness, depression, when there's despair, when there's lack of hope. Can you imagine what 
having this word at the ready does for you. I mean, it just set me all the way on fire because I know that I don't have to do a single thing other than surrender to my faith because he has already fought Amen. and won, and won the battle. Defeated. And what I love about it, so you brought, about right, uh, brought up righteousness a little bit ago. So righteousness is about faith. What is so important to understand, because, you know, we start being um, self-righteous, no, it's you know, all of the times. And, and, you know, we can come against somebody and we can know that they are wrong and, and we are right. But then you start to get into that righteousness of it when things start to happen to people. You're never supposed to take joy in somebody else's downfall, but people will start to do that. And I'm like, see, 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 yeah, you were digging that hole for me. You should have dug too. And see, it was. A- no, 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 been, no, no. I've been guilty. Of it. it is not. <laughs> For your righteousness, right. but for their wickedness. Well, it's it really, is, and it's to show you, God don't play about his children. Corruption really angers God. Listen, Corruption angers God. He doesn't God. like it, and he's not in it. He's not in it. That's why he says, be still and know. Mm-hmm. What, is, what does it mean to be still and know? Literally, be still and, and know. know. Know the word of God. Know that his word will stand the test of times. Listen, when we leave this work, when we leave this earth, when our ch- the word is going to still be here. The word was here before we were here. So it's not going to return void. And when he opens up our eyes to that part, that's that's the beautiful part about it. Like, you know, when you know that God is fighting for you, when you know that, you know what, I'm not going to get ready to put no tin on the tube. I'm not going to get ready to put my mind and all my soul and heart into trying to fight or prove my point. I'm going to be still. And let God fight because that's exactly what he did with the children of Israel. So there's a word that says all things are working for my good. Mm -hmm. You have to know and believe that all things are working for your good. A lot of the times I think we can get in a headspace where we feel like that we serve a vengeful God and, and, you know, that we're being punished. I will say that as a father disciplines his son, God does discipline us, but it is in love. It is all for your good. It's not to break you. It's not to cause you despair, but it is to equip you because we have a journey here. There are levels and how far you go depends on how open you are and how deep and unwavering is your faith. So in your walk, we're supposed to fear God. We're supposed to walk in obedience. We serve him with all of our heart and soul and we observe his commandments. And in turn, what does he do for us? He brings us into a land, a good land, a prosperous land. The promised land. The promised land. And listen, let me tell y'all something. I want, I want to I want you guys to understand something about the wilderness, okay? The wilderness is never meant to hurt you. It's it's here it's here to help you. So when you find yourself in the wilderness, which we all will find ourselves in trials and tribulations, it's it is a promise and we will go through them. We have to consider it pure joy. James 1, 2, 3. And anytime you see James 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because knowing that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, he's testing your faith. He wants to see if you're ready for the next level. Don't don't throw in the towel looking at what it looks like. Don't get don't be so eager to get out of the wilderness. See what God is trying to teach you while you are in the wilderness. My um what I want to leave you guys is I want to leave you guys with this. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another one another above yourselves. That's Romans 12:9-10. 
the land has mountains and valleys and that drinks from heaven. It's a land that the Lord your God cares for. He sees it from the beginning. And so we need you guys to stay strong and stand steadfast and stay faithful. God is with you and he loves you. And be still and know. Hey,